Hello everyone. I am Ashok Garlapati, Vice Chairman of Global Society of HSC Professionals. We welcome you to our first podcast focusing on health, safety and environmental issues. I invite Mr. Jeetu Patel, a fellow of American Society of Safety Professionals, Chairman of the Global Society of HSC Professionals and President of Indian Seniors Association of Arizona uh, to share his welcome remarks on the maiden podcast of GSHP. Thank you, Ashok Ji. Greetings and namaskar to all the listeners. I am Jitu Patel, a member of the Governing Council of the Global Society of Health, Safety, and Environment Professionals, in short, GSHP, a professional, not-for-profit organization dealing mainly with health, safety, and environment professional organization in India and nations in the world. GSHP's mission is to promote systems to protect human lives, monetary assets, environment, and reducing economic losses, production upsets, and damage to environment. Its mission is also to help people come together in the community to create a sense of awareness, understanding, professional development, support leadership to implement effective local, national, and international level health, safety, and environment programs to eliminate injuries, diseases, and sufferings to all living beings. The last 12 months, the COVID-19 pandemic has already taken nearly 2.21 million lives globally with severe adverse impact on global economy. It has left us with serious consequences on our social and mental aspects of the society. The pandemic is handled differently by different nations. In some nations, this deadly disease seems politicized, keeping people misinformed, causing confusion and not abiding with the healthcare guidelines. The world is fortunate that the vaccine is developed, tested, and the process of vaccine inoculation has started. I'm proud to say that GSSP leadership for initiating and organizing the series of the subject matter expert podcast, the first one being to clarify misled and misinformed advice on the vaccine in order to providing the correct advice based on proven medical and healthcare facts. Friends, we are living in the time of great transformation and paradigm shifts and wonderful opportunities for advancing the GSHP mission for saving lives. So let us save lives together. Ashokji, please take this floor over to move the mission forward. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Jitu Patel. And again, as you mentioned, the COVID-19, which is the need of the hour across all the professionals. So we have come out with a first podcast on the same subject, COVID-19 vaccination, health and safety perspective. Today we have with us a subject matter expert, Dr. Praveen Patel. He is board certified in internal medicine with special interest in preventive medicine and public health. He was trained in New York, practiced all his life in Memphis, Tennessee. He has held several leadership positions at the hospitals he practiced and communities he lived in. He recently retired and moved to Phoenix, Arizona, 
is a member and medical advisor of Indian Seniors Association of Arizona and esteemed seniors organization proudly being organized and led by our GSHP chairman Mr Jeetu Patel Dr Praveen is also volunteering with GSHP as governance medical advisor welcome Dr Praveen ji thank you for accepting our invitation thank you very much uh, jitu ji greetings uh, shob ji and uh, glad to be here be glad to uh, clarify uh, some uh, misconceptions uh, give scientific information in the questions that you will pose to me in next few minutes sure sir thank you we thank you to share your expertise on covid-19 vaccine issues in fact we have received several questions from our members so to make a beginning i just want to ask you a brief and layman question basically briefly explain us how these vaccines are protecting from covid-19 disease very good question shok ji jitu ji already in his opening remark uh, described how the pandemic uh, is uh, devastating to life death suffering and economies so i will not dwell on that but uh, uh, i will straight go on to uh, saying that with with advanced medical sciences research and development the therapeutics and vaccines are being produced in in, in a warp speed miraculously and we would have another ep- if we did not have that we would have another episode of uh, spanish flu pandemic that we had in 1917 uh, 1918 where over half a billion people on this planet uh, got sick and over 55 million lives were uh, lost having said that the only way to end this pandemic or the global nightmare uh, shok ji is uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, by two ways one is to prevent the spread of this uh, deadly virus by uh, uh, we, we call cdc guide public health guidelines of wearing precautions wearing yeah. face mask mm-hmm. uh, uh, social distancing self quarantine and hygiene which is predominantly uh, hand washing and the other uh, one which is very important is to get the herd immunity which can be obtained by uh, the spread of virus and the natural infection which would take years and years leading to severe destruction of the planet earth in terms of uh, sickness death and economy so we cannot wait for that and so thank god we have this safe and effective vaccines produced in very short period of time which we will talk about uh, in l- little further detail in few minutes but uh, providing the mass vaccination is the only way to uh, to uh, get the herd immunity and uh, slow down the spread of this pandemic in general and Thank historically <clears throat> typically vaccines expose our body's immune system to the piece of germ uh, which could be bacteria but in this case Uh, it is virus covid-19 uh, and it is inactivated killed or uh, severely weakened virus injected in the form of uh, form of vaccine that's that's typical uh, then our okay. body's mount an immune response to this viral proteins 
the virus is killed, inactivated or dead, but the proteins are still there and the body's immune system uh, responds to that, making antibodies against these uh, pieces of viral proteins. And these antibodies are also specialized proteins that fight the virus by latching into them and disable them, thereby prevent them from entering the human cells, prevent the virus multiplication, prevent disease or severe disease and deaths. Also, once herd immunity reached, then the viral strength weakens and its spread significantly slows down, uh, turning it like just the typical flu season, which is nothing as dangerous as the pandemic. The goal is that our body mm. will recognize these viral proteins when we get infected with them and the use of these antibodies produced by the vaccines to fight off any future exposure to the COVID-19 uh, viruses. So essentially, in a simplicity, that's how the vaccines work. Yes. Thank you for uh, detailed explanation, doctor. In fact, another uh, set of questions we have received from our members is that because these vaccines, there are several companies coming up with the vaccines. So we just want to highlight you. Uh, we just want you to highlight on different vaccines which are available currently across the world. And because we want to know what is the reliable one. There are so many things coming up. You know, doctor. Uh, so uh, again, a very good question uh, with a uh, lot of interest by people, uh, especially these times. The vaccines historically are made for over a century and there are 12 different scientific platforms used to make these vaccines. The, currently, uh, the first two approved in the United States, we call emergency use authorization, are messenger RNA mm -hmm. vaccines, which are the first of yes. its kind. They were never, no okay. other vaccine in the past was produced with this technology. And the vaccine mm -hmm. contains what we call genetic code of the, mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. uh, spike protein, which is a surface protein uh, of the virus that you see, you know, the, it's the crown like thing that we see on a COVID uh, virus picture. Picture, right? yes, yes. And mm -hmm. so that uh, is, is, uh, is manufactured by engineering uh, technology and, and injected in a one single RNA strand enveloped in a nano fat particle uh, that, uh, uh, that genetic code RNA strand enters the human cell and induces mm -hmm. the spike protein production by the human cell machinery. Okay. And the the spike okay. protein, which is the same protein which is on the surface of the COVID-19 virus, is produced now by the human cell and that comes out in the circulation mm -hmm. and the body's immune system recognizes that, hey, this thing does not belong in this body. And so it mounts the immune mm -hmm. response by producing the uh, immunoglobulins okay. uh, against this particular spike protein that I described in our uh, question answer number one and then mm -hmm. it remembers this for the future COVID-19 infection once the virus enters in the body this antibody is already uh, produced by the spike protein 
given uh, via this uh, vaccine and that protects us from getting mm-hmm. sick severely sick and die okay. so that that's mm-hmm. the mm. first kind of uh, vaccine that was approved and it's a mm-hmm. new technology okay. messenger rna technology and no other okay. vaccine in past was produced this way the this way the okay. other other one uh, that's uh, oxford and astrazeneca combined uh, joint Correct. venture approved in the european mm-hmm. union awaiting in united states mm-hmm. due to certain reasons uh, it is also okay. given in uh, of course uk eu and even in india mm-hmm. this is one of the two vaccines being inoculated correct the technology here yes. is uh, is a good mm-hmm. old technology we call viral vector mm-hmm. technology mm-hmm. where okay a benign or a non uh, injurious coronaviruses or the common common cold viruses that cause common cold in mm-hmm. chimpanzees and they are not harmful to human beings okay uh, the the dna mm-hmm. genetic coding of the spike protein of coronavirus 19 are deployed mm-hmm. via this vector uh, we call chimpanzee okay. coronavirus uh, which is benign and uh-huh. that's how this okay. dna imprint mm-hmm. of the spike protein is given as a vaccine that enters the human cell tells human cell machinery to produce the spike protein which mm-hmm. in turn immune okay. system recognizes and produces the antibodies the defense mechanism against mm-hmm. the future exposure to the covid-19 virus mm-hmm. the the okay. another major one uh, is a johnson and johnson mm-hmm. which will be the third united states based okay. vaccine uh mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. phase 3 data just came out uh they studied mm-hmm. large number of population different demographics with a single dose mm-hmm. and uh, ashokji mm-hmm. their technology is similar to uh, to astrazeneca where they also okay uh, use mm-hmm. the dna uh, footprint of mm-hmm. spike protein uh, and okay. in their phase 3 trial uh, the the efficacy rate was not as spectacular as the two dose of uh, pfizer mm. and moderna vaccine their average okay. uh, efficacy is 66% 72% in united mm-hmm. states more or less in some other mm-hmm. uh, continent that they studied uh, it does uh, it did show the reduction of severe disease in 85% of the people so that that's a good news mm-hmm. and no deaths were found mm-hmm. in any of these vaccine trials uh okay one more i'm going to mention in this is uh, the covaxin by bharat uh, biotech yes i'm looking forward for that right. actually yes and go ahead that, that yes, is yes. Uh, made by the technology which is around for over 100 years where the polio mm-hmm, polio mm-hmm. vaccine and mm-hmm. uh, rabies and mumps uh-huh. measles all those vaccines were made with this technology mm-hmm. where they use what we call the coronavirus corona 19 virus or the uh, the big name sars cov2 okay cov2 yeah. yes yes it is in- inactivated mm-hmm. or killed virus Uh-huh. But, so the virus mm-hmm. is not active but the the surface okay. protein 
and all those things are still the same so mm. it is inject okay. the, the inactivated virus is injected in the form of vaccine so the body's immune okay. system that includes b cell that produce immunoglobulins and the t cell are the killer cell they recognize mm-hmm. that and mount the immune response uh, to protect us against okay. the future uh, coronavirus infection mm-hmm. the, so that's how the bharat uh, biotech biotech uh, exactly produced. Uh, yeah the yeah. the china <clears throat> sinovac and the sputnik v i think they are also mm-hmm. uh, produced with the good old technology mm-hmm. just like bharat biotech but the no details are available okay. i see so i hope uh, i answered okay. this question okay. yes yes in fact you, you, you i was i was expecting that only these thing but you brought the sino sinovac and sputnik also thank you doctor for sharing that information sure. and another important question most of the time we are getting from our staff our members that why some of the vaccines are given in two doses and others are in single dose but as a layman which will be more effective which one i should take it can you throw some light on that absolutely doctor? very good question ashok ji and the simple answer is two is always better than one uh mm-hmm. the messenger rna vaccine okay. the pfizer and moderna being a new technology uh they okay. they planned the trial with the two already in the in the first mm-hmm. uh, uh, dose after the first dosage in pfizer they saw only 55% mm-hmm. efficacy and in moderna 80% but after the second okay. dose they got both achieved mm-hmm. 95% efficacy mm-hmm. which is spectacular that's right. good yes now yes. in astrazeneca yeah. of, and uh, mm. uh, there is another one. well the covaxin is the indian is also covaxin two, yes two dosage yeah there is two yeah, doses correct efficacy for some reason has not been as spectacular mm-hmm. as uh, pfizer and moderna uh, they, they are okay. around 65 to 70% efficacy now mm-hmm. okay. johnson and johnson has a single dose with 66% efficacy mm-hmm. but by by november mm-hmm. they realized that that was not as expected mm-hmm. as uh, they wanted to see so they uh-huh. already have started okay. the second dose trial uh-huh. in november okay. and the data okay. are pending so uh-huh. you know uh-huh. essentially <clears throat> this is the principle mm. when when the body okay. is exposed the immune system is exposed to the viral protein repeatedly it it remembers yeah. more and more and more And, and makes the more memory cells in the immune system so when the actual covid-19 yes. appears in the circulation after mm-hmm. infection we have a tremendous immune response or the fighting capacity so two is better than one and that's why we have many booster shots for even traditional vaccines okay. you know like we are aware of yes so Yeah. thank you thank you thank you doctor for uh, clarifying on that you a detailed explanation mm-hmm. and another question we are facing from our uh, general public is that uh, what are the general side effects which we can expect 
and can you share some tips to overcome these side effects i mean people gets you know excited that uh, this is given a side effect and how can they know that what are the side effects uh, which are going to come after vaccination absolutely and i'm glad to elude on that the the trials from uh, all this uh, uh, vaccine f- vaccines have shown anywhere from 10 to 15% of the population getting some uh, uh, sort of minor side effects the side mm-hmm. effects are actually not the side effects but they are we call reactogenicity meaning when this uh, mm-hmm. vaccines are injected and and the spike proteins are produced by the cell machinery and then the body's immune system reacts this process is what okay. protects us mm-hmm. but th- this process mm-hmm. also gives us some symptoms and that's what we call reactogenicity oh, okay. and not actually quote and quote side effects uh-huh. right uh, oh, right okay. so okay. The, exactly the, got it got it so called yes. side effects that you know we, i just said as a re- reactogenicity is about 10 to 15% of the people getting vaccine which are very minor last for less than 24 hours and they are headache tired fatigue muscle okay. ache mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. some chills low grade temperature mm-hmm. uh, but no- nothing severe nothing severe at all mm-hmm. i believe johnson and johnson's vaccine does have slight mm-hmm. higher percentage of chills and fever uh, side effects 30 mm-hmm. to 40% but okay. again they they mm-hmm. don't last more than a day or two or three so we recommend our patients to plan their next day or two after the vaccine accordingly uh, okay so that you know they can take it easy and not end up going to work or exercise or travel or what have you now okay general tips yeah, now that, yeah. Mm-hmm. these are the side effects uh, the the, okay. the tips to uh, to diminish or avoid this uh, symptoms are number mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. Uh, a good night sleep mm-hmm. n- night before okay. and good sleep is I good see. sleep is good all the time for everyone's immune system yeah. but a good night sleep Correct. before uh, vaccine appointment uh, regular exercise and definitely ex- exercise day before mm-hmm. uh, the appointment exercise also always you know excites uh, mm-hmm. our immune system and keeps it alert and strong then stay well hydrated and nourished a lot of mm-hmm. people have this concept of good. not eating and drinking after midnight and they go for vaccine like a surgical yeah. procedure but no mm-hmm. definitely don't do that mm-hmm. you eat and you drink and stay well hydrated before and after the vaccine uh okay we as a clinicians have advised taking a tylenol 2 hours before vaccine mm. recently in mm, last mm. few days in the media well some experts have said that that might dampen the immune response i personally mm-hmm. do not believe that most of the clinicians okay. don't agree so i would still recommend one tylenol a couple hours before Uh, the vaccine appointment mm-hmm. and then afterwards as needed if you have those symptoms now the okay. true, true okay. side effect will be an allergy issue uh, which uh, okay the 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 severe allergy is only one in 100000 mm-hmm. people so it's not extremely common wow that's that's uh, and the anaphylaxis yes, yes. so that's too yes. if you know the word anaphylaxis mm-hmm. is, is a deadly severe infection uh, allergic reaction where a person would break out in I hives see. 
and then the blood pressure drops mm-hmm. they have shortness of breath mm-hmm. and then they become unconscious mm-hmm. and if it is not handled immediately in an mm-hmm. emergent fashion mm-hmm. uh, death is mm-hmm. a definite sequelae so th- that okay. is how rare it is it's one in a million So that oh, is again very okay. rare. Okay. So people with the very rare. people mm-hmm. with history of anaphylaxis to any substance should talk mm-hmm. to their allergist before the vaccine. As vaccine. well as people okay. with the history of anaphylaxis mm-hmm. or severe allergic mm-hmm. reaction after any vaccine in their lifetime. These are the only two oh, people okay. who should be careful about taking their vaccine mm-hmm. or they should not Okay. They are talking to the allergist, immunologist, and their primary care physician. Other I people see. with all kind of different allergies to drugs, medications, dogs, cats, pollen, they mm-hmm. should not worry about anything. Mm-hmm. I see. I so, see. That's good to know, doctor. These are the, some tips really help uh, before taking the vaccine. And uh, most of the time, what happens is that after the vaccine is just taken, that they feel that they are the superman. I just want to ask you a mm-hmm. question how long this immunity loss after vaccination is completed do we need to continue precautions even after vaccination of course uh, you know this is, we have a two part question so the answering yes, the first yes. part uh, uh, mm-hmm. the, the answer is very short and simple we do not know how mm-hmm. long the protection will last the clinical oh, the, the clinical okay. trials yeah. are ongoing with the aim of mm-hmm. uh, determining this very vital information as ogi but but okay. uh, what i can say is what we know is a, per- a a person who got infected with the covid virus covid 19 yeah. and post infection mm-hmm. period they have antibodies that protects okay. good six months or longer as we don't have too many reinfections mm-hmm. in this 100 million mm-hmm. or 400 million people got infected so we do know that the antibodies do protect from reinfection quite significantly oh. for over 6 months mm-hmm. because now we are in, in mm-hmm. one over one year so we do know quite a number of mm-hmm. months uh, that it, those yeah. antibodies are protecting from reinfection so to extrapolate okay. that information to the vaccines once vaccines are mm-hmm. given the um, the amount of antibodies produced in our body is 4 to 8 times more than the antibodies produced okay. after the natural covid virus infection okay. so the protection Got definitely it. It. Yeah. would be same mm-hmm. or more mm-hmm. after the post mm-hmm. natural infection So thank you thank that's you that's the part one the part yeah. two is do mm-hmm. we need to continue uh, the precautions even after vaccine and uh, again the short yes. answer is yes mm-hmm. why because number one the protection depending upon okay. which vaccine we take is 66% of johnson and johnson to 70% astrazeneca and 90 mm-hmm. to 90% of mm-hmm. pfizer moderna but the rest of the percentage mm-hmm. we are still not protected Uh, and we are in the middle of the okay. pandemic with so much of transmission going uh, yes. on so we have to continue true, we have to continue true. to do our uh, protection with the face mask social distancing and uh, self quarantine for uh, seniors and uh, highly vulnerable people along with the hygiene so yes it will, yeah. it will remain 
for a foreseeable it, mm-hmm. the measures will be here to be followed for foreseeable mm-hmm. future future until mm-hmm. we know more about mm-hmm. everything and until the pandemic is under yes. control thank you thank you yeah. thank you doctor in fact uh, we have uh, several questions uh, what we will do it we will we will keep in touch with you by email with the several questions as we are getting and uh, before we conclude uh, would you like to give some tips on uh, uh, how we can continue with the covid-19 how we can continue living with the covid-19 disease what are the major precautions you can uh, suggest us doctor the major precautions uh, uh, that i can suggest is i um, believe it's quite uh, uh, clear so far to all of us mm-hmm. shok ji uh, which is we yes. have to be careful uh, as far as uh, following the public health guidelines of face mask in public mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. avoid the crowds especially indoors uh frequent mm-hmm. hand washing and other mm-hmm. hygiene precautions uh self quarantine if necessary and avoid any <clears throat> unnecessary travels period okay so, and, and again uh, true, true. you know healthy lifestyle uh, is always better healthy, yes exercise yes. regularly get a good night's sleep and if one mm-hmm. is vitamin d deficient definitely replace vitamin mm-hmm. d it is proven scientifically okay. that people who have vitamin mm-hmm. deficiency get infection very mm-hmm. quickly and get the severe disease okay. so vitamin d mm-hmm. and zinc supplement and the way the zinc supplement mm-hmm. helps is prevents the virus getting into the cell where it multiplies okay. and causes the Mm-hmm. viral increases the okay. viral load and causes severe disease so these are some of the things that are uh, widely uh, you know publicly available mm-hmm. being followed and i just reemphasized them thank you sir thank you very much for your time today and i'm sure our gshp members and the general public have got a lot of uh, good uh, information mm-hmm. out of uh, this particular podcast so before we conclude i would like to request mr jitu patel for his uh, uh, final uh, remarks thank you, thank you very much uh, thank you thank you very much um, i all i can say thank as you, a sir. layman ordinary common citizen as i understood from dr pravin ji's um, uh, answering the questions this is how i perceive his um, um, uh, total um, discussion remove fear phobia and all that misinformed misled concept one has and go for the vaccination as advised by the physicians or the cdc guidelines without fail that's the bottom line i can understand and 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 accept that if you don't follow this advice then the person who is not going for vaccination is not only exposing himself but also to others the deadly yes. disease uh, hazards so thank you very much um, uh, doctor for all this uh, beautiful guidelines and advice but before i pass uh, the floor back to kashok ji i would like to thank all those who provided questions that are relevant and of significant importance for all globally i also want to thank the gshp leadership for initiating and executing the podcast for benefit of not only the GSHP community but the world at large 
now the GSHP community in turn would be able to share this advice provided by Dr. Praveen to all fellow beings in their network, encouraging to follow the advice to do the right thing to bringing the pandemic to end. And lastly, but not least, our collective sincerest appreciation to Dr. Praveen Patelji, GSHP medical and healthcare advisor and a member of the GSHP governing council for sharing his profound professional expertise by answering all the raised questions by Ashokji who collected and coordinated the event for clarifying the confusion with proven facts and encouraging people to do the right things by taking the vaccine shots and to follow the provided CDC guidelines as advised by Dr. Pravinji yourself. We are indeed very grateful to you for your most valued contributions. Thank you, Ashokji. Thank you, Mr. Jitu Patel and Dr. Praveen Patel, today's subject matter expert. And I wish to uh, happy living for all the GSHP members and all over the world. Uh, we will come back with the another important episode of the podcast uh, for the benefit of GSHP members at large. Thank you. Thank you very Thank much. You. Good Thank night. You. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Good night. Good night.